Welcome to the Arizona Pickleball League Podcast. Presented by Jigsaw Health. It's fun to feel good. And now, your hosts, Ashley LaRue and the Orchard Security Guy. Hello and welcome back to the Arizona Pickleball League podcast. We are on episode 35. I'm Ashley LaRue here alongside the Orchard Security Guy. OSG, how you feeling? How was your weekend? The weekend was really good. Feeling great. Um, just got down from Suite 5. We have, uh, you know, it's been crazy with all these set breakers and match breakers almost every single match so we just went ahead and let me just show everybody that are watching online we just went ahead and said hey who isn't oh. here for the set breakers you know hey. what i love this shirt it says i'm here for the set breakers if you're not watching on youtube i have my own i cannot wait to wear it and let's face it i am here for the set breakers that's my favorite part of the match what a better christmas present so where can they find set these breakers you can uh azpbl dot com orchard pickleball uh we're gonna have some in-house for sale Uh, tomorrow night yes and also you can go to jigsawswag.com it's one of the most recent designs in there you can get anything from a shower curtain or a skateboard to t-shirts and sweatshirts of any of the designs we have so definitely check it out it's a lot of fun especially with christmas coming up you know um, so really quickly before I introduce our guest for today, and I'm very excited to do that, let's talk a little bit about tomorrow night. It's the first match of the playoffs. Uh, what do we have to look forward to with this matchup, OSG? Oh, boy. I'm telling you what. Well, real quick, let's talk. I mean, two weeks ago they played. Yeah. Okay. And what a match. Who's they? Well, the Peoria Pythons yes. played the Tempe Tornadoes. So that's our matchup for tomorrow yep. night semifinal matchup so they went ahead and played two weeks ago did very well so 11-8 11-4 and before I go any further they did have a sub Jen Trevenier was ill mm-hmm. and so they had a sub so could throw a loop in all of this but they did very well in the first two mixed matches they took them both um, the girls struggled a little bit they lost a 8-11, and then the guys came in. We're going to get back to this. They won 11 to the 11-1. Yeah, it was a very exciting match. Tempe won the toss on the set breaker and chose to put the girls out. And the girls, wow, they came back 5-1 to one in the set breaker to take the match. So it's going to be very interesting on the rematch um, and what's going on with that. So I'm excited. Yes, so without further ado, let's introduce Patrick Kafka, PK. That's PK. what your friends call you, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what's on the back of your jersey. That's, that's, that's what I'm known by, the college tennis days. I love it. Well, welcome to the podcast. We're excited to have you today. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, first of all, what's your experience been like playing in the Arizona Pickleball League so far? I know that earlier on you were originally drafted into the Scottsdale Scorchers. You were dropped maybe three weeks in, but then quickly picked up by the Peoria Pythons. How is this? It's been a bit of a roller coaster. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, um, it's honestly, there's, there's nothing like playing here. I mean, you know, we all play on tour and it's a great time, but this is just a a different beast playing in front of people every time. And, Mm -hmm. 
uh, just the energy in the house and DJ Pickle going and OSG over here rocking the house. I mean, the whole thing is just there's I was talking with a couple of the other guys the other day and we're just like, there's just no better production in this sport than than what's going on here. So. Well, that is very kind of you to say. We do have a very talented production team, and I will make sure and pass that along to them because um, they put everything, uh, their heart and soul, into this production, and we do want it to be the best that it can possibly be. And love having characters such as yourself come out here and perform on the Orchard stage. I loved your uh, your Cold Sparks intro last time you played here a couple weeks ago. It was really cute. Uh, <laughs> and also slightly intimidating. You had a Scottsdale Scorchers jersey on that you ripped off and threw on the ground as a statement of like, you know what? I'm no longer part of the Scorchers. <laughs> Tonight I'm with the Peoria Pythons and I mean business. So let's go. <laughs> that yeah, was good. That's right. I just, you know, wanted to bring a little little something extra and you know i love the the whole experience the show and um you know just wanted to bring some some fun to it so and that's what i love about your personality like you bring so much animation and energy and people love that out here i mean it, it really that's what we're doing here right it, it's here to entertain the crowd obviously play at the top of the game too but um just to have that extra bit of personality you know OSG doesn't get a chance to really let his hair down all that often. He's got to stay pretty straight laced yeah. out here. I mean, there's a lot of things that are going on here. I mean, we're trying to watch the players. I'm going to talk a little bit about this later on uh, in the podcast about what happens in certain times. I mean, it's just heightened. We're going into the playoffs now, and it's just a whole new animal. No time for fun and games if you're the Orchard security guy is no, what you're saying. No, basically. So let's talk a little bit about going into the match tomorrow night, a rematch with the Tempe Tornadoes. Um, do you guys, I'm, I'm sure you have some strategies that you maybe don't want to share, but is there anything that you can let us in on in terms of just what your game plan is for tomorrow night? Um, I mean, Michael and I always have a pretty straightforward strategy. Um, we're both pretty comfortable on either side of the court. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I feel super confident with him on the left and uh, kind of taking over doing his thing. And if things go awry, then I can always hop over there for a couple points and just change the dynamic. But uh, as far as, you know, strategies, there's not much else there. Obviously, it's going to be a little different with uh, Jen hopping in now and kind of the matchups will be a little bit different. So we'll have to make an adjustment and we'll probably talk a little bit more about that tomorrow in our in our team practice. But uh, overall, I mean, we always kind of have, uh, you know, Lauren and I, we know our strategy. It's always kind of plan A is always plan A, no matter who we're playing. And then we kind of adjust from there. And same thing goes for Michael and I. We always have a game plan A. And if things aren't going well, then we can pivot, we can pivot from there. And, and we have a lot of other options. So Good. So on that note, um, you and Lauren both live in Las Vegas. So this has been fortuitous that you guys have had a chance to probably do quite a bit of drilling, exactly. practice, yeah. playing together. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, um, since I started playing pickleball, you know, she was already out there kicking my butt. And so I had to do some catching up and uh, I love drilling with her. And um, I think we have a really good kind of easygoing energy together and we're cracking jokes and drilling and Obviously, you want to be serious, but, um, you know, we, we try to keep it light as well and keep it fun because yeah. sometimes it can get a little bit, you know, dreary after after the same drills over and over every day. And, uh, 
you know, we, we'll play some rec out there a lot and just try to kind of pick apart some new strategies, different things we can try just in case we need to, but Good. No, it's great. It's great. Yeah. And then in terms of Michael Lloyd, you guys have been playing a few tournaments recently. Yeah. So we played uh, the APP in Houston together and we've got a, a few more scheduled for next year. And um, uh, we're very comfortable. We have a similar game style. Yeah. Um, and that gives us an advantage because you're very know, aggressive. Very aggressive. You know, they'll hit uh returns to him and he's driving i'm crashing and then they're like oh we got to change that up and they're returning to me and i'm driving he's crashing so <laughs> it's a bit of a problem from both ends of the court so that yeah. uh, that works to our advantage definitely it's a lethal combination wouldn't you say osg very lethal we were talking earlier i found this kind of interesting that you obviously know lauren you guys have seen each other play and and you guys haven't had too much if any tournament experience together mm-hmm. um tell us like after you guys played the last match you obviously got a little bit more experience you guys may have talked about it do you think that'll be helpful coming into tomorrow night and now having basically your second match i'm assuming you guys will probably do the same order as you did the last one is that i would ass- yeah i believe so and yeah so we've never played a, a tournament together um not yet but we are playing next year um and so obviously you know it there's always a a little bit of a you know a a learning curve there when you when you come in and even if you've been drilling or playing rec it's never the same Mm -hmm. so um you know we we didn't feel like we played our our best um you know last time and uh we still kind of came through which was good um you know we just need to kind of perform better and, and make some, some moves um, to, to advance our game, you know, right. as a team. And, sure. you know, going going into uh, tomorrow, we're, we're excited to play. And then that kind of excited us to, to get a couple tournaments in next year. So, yeah. We're okay. Uh, I, yeah, I just got the report. We're fine. The, the dogs security took dog. care of it. Yeah, yeah. it was just a... <laughs> Security yeah. dogs are on it. They're on it. The good I'm news sorry. about having security yeah. dogs is when the security guy is detained doing a podcast, they can be on watch. Yes. Good puppies. <laughs> They're going to need a treat for that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, in terms of even practicing for you and Lauren for tournaments, this is like as good as it gets. Exactly. Like, under all the pressure in the world and you guys can you know, take what you're learning from this experience and and use that. Exactly. So that's fantastic. Um, do you want to talk uh, OSG a little bit about the matchup tomorrow night? Do you have any other tidbits you want to throw in? Um, I was interested just from the mix standpoint with having Jen, which you already uh, mentioned, uh, with that kind of dynamic and change. I did, I was curious about, tell us a little bit, for those that don't know the where your background, where you used to play the Padel, I don't know if I'm saying that right. You are, yeah. What has helped in the pickleball, but also what maybe has been the hardest part between the two? Yeah, so, you know, I had tennis background before that and then uh, a couple years of professional Padel. And it, um, Can I'd you say, explain what Padel is for the people listening that may not know? Yeah, so it's... Um, <sighs> Let me think of the best way to explain it. It's kind of a, almost a mixture of uh, tennis and pickleball, but with glass walls. 
So it's so like, racquetball. And yeah, it's like racquetball, tennis, pickleball, because it's you've got the the size of a pickleball paddle, a little different, um, you know, shape m- shape and materials, but it's about the same size. Um, but then the court's bigger. It's probably directly in between a tennis court and a pickleball okay. court, and then you're surrounded by the glass walls, so you play like racquetball off the glass. Yeah. Um, and so I mean, love that sport. Very exciting. Um, and so I'd say the advantage, um, I have is probably like I mentioned, the size of, of the racket or the paddle, um, is similar. So you kind of get comfortable with the length of it, especially after playing, yeah. you know, 20 plus years of tennis, you've got to kind of shrink things down yeah. quite a bit. So, uh, that was an advantage. And, uh, another one I'd say is the speed of it. Um, you know, a lot of things, uh, move a lot slower than a ball does in padel. So um, a lot of things, I feel like I have extra time on a lot of balls, which usually helps me, but sometimes is uh, disorienting. disorienting when I'm, yeah. I'm almost there ahead of time. And mm. it seems like such an easy shot. And, you know, I'm three steps ahead already looking at the next shot and I haven't completed, you know, my dink and then I miss it. <laughs> so Yeah, that can be one of the tricky things about pickleball, you know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's probably been um, one of the, the bigger challenges is is kind of calming, calming the game down and patience. slowing down the patience and um, not getting ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, you're almost sometimes even to this day I almost I'm looking up at my opponents before I made contact with the dink because mm-hmm. I'm just ahead of the play because it's moving at a slower pace yeah. um you know and then it goes from some of the slowest pace you know play and then all of a sudden you're in a hands battle <laughs> in a millisecond later you know so it's right. that that Very up dynamic. and down uh challenge where uh it's it's that's kind of in my opinion, one of the more exciting things about the sport is having to kind of traverse that, that ebb and flow of the game and and always be ready even after a long kind of patient rally. Mm -hmm. Well, there you have it. I mean, that's the thing. And you've probably had this in tennis and even in Padel. um, Tomorrow's different because it's playoffs. There's no more game after that. There's how is can it describe to people what the difference is maybe between a playoff game and maybe just a regular wreck. And before you jump in there, I just wanted to say tomorrow night, whichever team wins goes to the Orchard Cup. So it yes. is a you know, it's a must win, absolutely all the stakes yeah. are high. Yeah, I mean and just how you mentioned it, I mean it's 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 all in or nothing, right? So, um, obviously, when you know there's there's nothing after it, and uh, there's no comebacks, there's no uh, second chances. It's you either win tomorrow or you know you're not in the final. So, mm-hmm. um, there's a different pressure, you know, and it's the the better players are the ones that are able to to kind of handle that pressure and not let it phase them and and still play the same or even possibly step up their game and play a little bit better under these circumstances. So that's obviously what we're all looking to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, again, the advantage comes from how many times you've been in this scenario in the past. Uh, my advantage may not be as much 
on the pickleball side, but I've got, you know, a lot of experience in this type of scenario from tennis and padel and, um, you know, being in these huge matches, uh, playing for, playing for the U S you know, mm-hmm. in the world championships. I mean, it's, it's hard to be That's a lot of pressure. bigger than playing <laughs> for your country. Right. So, um, that kind of helps, but again, you know, we're playing a different sport here. So it's, you, sometimes you second guess, you're like, yeah, you know, I, I feel like I know what I'm doing. And then I'm like, all of a sudden I, yeah. I have to kind of, you know, catch myself. I'm like, wait, I don't know what's going on here. So you have yeah. to, um, kind of take those experiences and, and use them to your advantage. And then, um, also kind of always basics always work. So yes, when in like doubt, you just get back to basics, get back to what you know, you can do well and what works and, that's usually how you can push through um, these tight advice. moments. Yeah, that's really good advice. Well, I know I'm very excited for tomorrow night's match. I know everyone else is too. It's going to be a packed house here in the orchard. And uh, who doesn't like a good a playoff season? You know? So uh, I'd love to switch gears a little bit and talk a little bit about Thrive Pickleball, a yes. company that you are involved in. Tell yes. us about that. Um, yeah, so Thrive, we uh, uh, pickleball paddle company. We uh, spent a lot of time developing and designing, um, blood, sweat, and tears. I, uh, play tested almost every other pickleball paddle on the market for months, uh, kind of testing, trying to develop a better product. Um, and, uh, I mean, I have a lot of personal time invested as well as, uh, you know, my two partners involved in, in Thrive and, um, probably our, our, our biggest, um, difference from a lot of the other paddles. Um, you know, there's a lot of similarities amongst paddles, but our biggest difference, we hand weigh each and every paddle that we get. So, uh, we're testing for, uh, swing weight, mm-hmm. twist weight, balance point. Um, and we have certain parameters that all the paddles have to meet. So if they don't come in at a minimum standard, um, then they don't even make it into, into the line. Um, you know, and then the biggest thing is when you go and buy a paddle from a company, a lot of times, even if they're both brand new paddles, you're going to get two different weights, um, you know, especially swing weights. And, uh, if you're going to buy a paddle, you get used to one and yeah. then the other one comes in at a much higher swing weight. They're not the same paddle at all. Right. And that's, that can be very frustrating because exactly. you're trying out a demo. You're like, finally, I found a paddle I really like yep. to play with. And then you order one and it comes in and you're like, this is just not playing the same it's at all. Different. It's, I personally experienced yeah. that many times. And you weigh it up the same and you think it's the same, but they're, they're different. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when we, when we do our swing weights, every paddle's listed with a swing weight. So let's say you like a 120 swing weight paddle. The next time you go and order one, you can order a 120 swing weight. So every single paddle you buy will be exactly the same. You can weigh it up the same. It'll always be the same. Um, we're, you know, we've got a proprietary uh, technology on our, uh, um, on our face that gives us spin from every single angle. You know, wow. we, are, we do have a Torre 700 carbon, uh, but our peel ply is designed in a way that no matter what angle you hold the paddle or hit the ball, it's always going to have a tremendous amount of spin. Cool. Um, so there's some, some different things, but primarily I wanted like a, a balance of power and control. And mm-hmm. so when I was designing it, that's kind of what I was going for. Help tennis players kind of come into pickleball mm-hmm. who are comfortable using a lot of spin in the game. So Awesome. And where can people go to find this paddle? Uh, so they can use my code, pkafka, at, uh, and you just go on... Uh, 
thrivepb.com. Okay. There's go on there and or check out our Instagram and you know. Awesome. Take a peek. See, we've got two paddles, the Threat and the Rush, and one's a 13 mil, one's a 16 mil, whatever you like better. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Well, do thank you, you for that. Real quick, do you guys use a stethoscope to do any of the testing on your paddles? I mean, I do it here just for a D-Lamb type of deal, but I'm assuming you guys do the same thing. This is one... It's like a stethoscope, just a lot more expensive, <laughs> unfortunately for Well, us. this is, yeah, this is the high-end stethoscope. I mean, this yeah. is the top of the line. Top of the line. It looks, looks like. Well, I'm really glad to hear that. So, yeah. okay, good. Does Maybe that we'll try it. that you put it in? Yes, yeah. yes. If you let me borrow it, then uh, then I'll run it through and, and see if we pass. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, great. I think it is that time, OSG, if you have any parting wor- words for us. Yes, I do. Pickleballers, we are here. It's time. It's time where these pros take it to another level, another gear, a speed that a lot of us haven't seen. Some refer to this as hyper Anesthesia, which is the increased sensitivity of any of your senses, such as sight, sound, touch, and smell. It can affect just one or all of these senses. And in the Orchard Cup playoffs, it's all of them. Thrice. But... Don't confuse this term with being in the zone. Okay, OSG, what does being in the zone mean? Being in the zone is a mental state of focused concentration on the performance of an activity in which one disassociates oneself from distracting or irrelevant aspects of one's environment. Kind of like the security patrol at TMP. Pickleballers, what happens in the zone? Let me tell you. Time slows down. Your senses are heightened. Your mind is effortlessly processing where you are now and what to do next. You feel alive, connected, powerful, and in tune with your environment. You're in flow. And like the movie Old School, you may even see Blue. Looks glorious until the next episode. Good night.